Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. Discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. I've seen into the eyes of death, Nick. I've walked up to the precipice and looked down into it, deep into the fog. And what I saw looking back at me, I did not enjoy. And that was this bracket. We are going to figure <laughs> out who said the best thing on their deathbed. Are you do you mostly not enjoy it? Because now that you're looking back at the list, you're like, man, we we got rid of all the profound ones, huh? <laughs> well, no, we, I we really I went for bits on this one. <laughs> I just don't think I don't think me and you, when we, when it gets down to it, it's a bottom of the ninth, and I'm up to swing for my last time. I don't think I'm going for profound. That would be so off-brand for me, you know? It would be. That would be it'd be a weird time to like really wanna get in one last, you know. It might be the best time to do it though. Like, what if I say something so fucking profound, I die, that it rewrites my entire history. Everyone who ever knew me was like, fuck, was he living this rich inner life that we just didn't know about? What? I, would... like, I don't. How do you feel on a level from one to absolutely profound? How do you think my inner life is? I would I would give you see the thing that you have going for you is Dungeons and Dragons. OK, that I know you think about a whole nother world that you're building and the characters within that world and, and what, how to move them and play with them. So I would give you at least a solid six, if not a seven for okay. like a, a profound interior life. Yeah. So nothing, but that's the thing. If you said something that was not Dungeons and Dragons related on your deathbed, mm. just so profound that I would then have to start looking through all of your documents. I would have to be like, there has to be something more. There has to be a manifesto <laughs> somewhere. There has to be something that would in, that would say, Oh, I, I just like I hit him. you with like the only thing that's not universal is the human experience and then die. And he's yeah. like, what? Where, why would that have to do with that? <laughs> Did Cody talk about the human experience a lot? Is that <laughs> is that something like I would like go on? I'd be like, I know we promised each other that we would just burn our laptops when the other one goes. And if <laughs> yep. you don't have that pack with a friend of yours, you are. You're Bless doing it. my cash, bud, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just like, just take it and burn it. Don't don't log into anything. That's you that, don't need to see it either. Just burn it. Yeah, Catherine calls you. She's like, Nick, I'm so sad. Cody passed away, and you're talking to her, and all she hears in the background is you like, oh, I'm so sorry. We'll get through this. You know, she hears your car start. You're like, yeah. what's going on? So like, nothing, nothing. So you're talking on the phone, hang up. She calls you again in a little bit, like, hey, I'm, you know, just. Uh, you pull up outside, knock on the door, walk in. She's like, what are you doing here? Nothing. I'm here just to console you. Yeah, walk right past her down to my <laughs> office. Just start smashing my computer. <laughs> Just grab and just put everything into a trash bag. And then I'm like, and I'm like, I'll be right back. Sorry. I just, Cody did mention that he's like, I, he, he texted me right before he passed. Like I have so much trash downstairs and I'm so embarrassed about it. Do you mind taking that out? So Catherine doesn't have to. <laughs> so I'm just going to do, do that real quick. And I will be, where is your nearest incinerator though, by the way, if you had to think what there, where that would be in Sioux Falls. Do I go to the trap? Do I just take it to the dump? <laughs> do, they the do they incinerate there? Is it just kind yeah. of a pile? Yeah. What's I your situation there? You know? Yeah. I, uh, it's make sure. And then make sure your friend has all the passwords. Delete, burn the cloud, light that mm -hmm. on fire. Light that, light that cloud up. Light that cloud on fire. And then help him out. Help a brother out. Yeah. You have to. You have to. It's important. I, that's what one. the worst the worst part is now that everyone's last word is no longer something profound it's no longer just a wicked fart joke it is please delete my internet history <laughs> like we all have the same <laughs> last word now the <laughs>
I, it's so funny because like, there's like, you can go on Buzzfeed right now and find a, a bunch of lists of like nurse shares great advice. She's gotten from on people's deathbeds or whatever, you know, and these mm. kind of lists like that. And, uh, you know, in 20 years from now, the only thing to be like, so you're a nurse, you were, you know, you work in the hospice care. What are some of the things people tell you? Like, are there, is it a lot of regret? Is it a lot of like advice? <laughs> it's all oh, delete your history. It's, mm. can I get one more beer? And can you delete my history? It's a lot exactly. of people. It's either that or originally I didn't understand what was happening, but people would just look at me and go. So it's gopher, but with a zero instead of an O, do you get it? And an exclamation point, but sometimes <laughs> it's an exclamation point and a hashtag. Do you get what I'm saying? And then they just die. <laughs> and I didn't at the time, but now I people just hand you their passwords. Yeah, please, please. You're the only person I can trust. You're a neutral third party. Please get in destroy there, my internet this, history. Take this number. Take this. Take this password and go take it all down. Yeah. And just in case you're wondering, folks, that is my password. Go ahead. Go nuts, kids. It's all there. <laughs> get in there. You don't need to get worry in there, about folks. it. Go for with a zero and an exclamation point. My, that'll get you. If, that'll get you Disney Plus. If Catherine jumped on my shit. And she would like going through my, the worst thing she would see is all these baking recipes that I just never made. <laughs> and she would see like all the stuff that I looked at. And she's like, I could have been eating this. It's not like, it's not like <laughs> terrible. It's not like terrible pornography. It's just, nope. it's just so like, he, oh. he had this amazing uh, galette, this apple galette that looks <laughs> perfect. Never fuck. I've never heard him say the word galette in front of me, <laughs> but he had, he has like 20 galette recipes. That he never here. got to. He looks like he's doing research. Like, and he also has this other like Google Doc where he's taking the recipes and mixing and matching them. Yeah. To make the it even says the world's perfect galette. Yeah. I didn't know think he knew what that was. And now I'm stuck here, like, well, do I make the galette in honor <laughs> of him? But will it just make me resent him? Do I give it to a chef and see is it even a good recipe? Well, I handed it, I I I fucking printed off the Google Doc of the perfect galette and I handed it to our friend who's a baker and she just started crying. <laughs> we we promised we actually wouldn't it's how how upset do you if if Catherine found out that you were behind her back making galettes with another <laughs> baker and All i know time. that sounds like a euphemism but but if you if she found out she's like nick did you know that like cody would just go over to the bakery and you just make galettes with this other and it's like a dude baker too like it's yeah, not even a yeah. woman it's just another dude and she's just like, I, I don't feel like I even knew him now. I'm like, oh, damn, you never got one of them galettes? That shit's so fire, dude. That little bit of barbecue sauce. Right? That little bit of barbecue sauce changed the game on those. Damn. Never, though. I assumed he, oh, man, I'm so sorry. That's. I just thought he was, ma he mailed me galettes. Yeah. I heard like a monthly, it was like, it was almost like a monthly subscription. It felt like, like it just like be a seasonal <laughs> galette, you know, like every month, fresh, whatever the fresh produce was. It's like, you never heard that he, he's the one who pioneered the savory galette. Like that's, that was him. That was, that was him. That started in your, I, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I, he was, I didn't he, know. There was a New York times article about him. Yeah. Did you, you <laughs> missed it? Damn. I'm sorry. I, I figured it was well known that Cody was a glut champion. Yeah, I'm just saying. You never know. You don't okay? know people until they die. That's the lesson. That's true. That's very true. But here, folks, we have uh, we have our final four of the greatest, the greatest famous last words. And we have on the left side of the bracket here, coming out of Group A, the champion Joan Crawford going up 
against Emily Dickinson. And then on the right side of the bracket, we have Luis Marie Therese going up against James French. We'll tell you what they said when we get to that matchup. Cody, mm-hmm. where are we going to kick this one off? We'll start. Let's start with Crawford and Dickinson. Let's just start on that side. Let's go. All there. right, let's do it. Joan Crawford's last words, once again, to her housekeeper who is praying over her. Damn it. Don't you dare ask God to help me. And then we have Emily Dickinson saying, I must go in. The fog is rising. That I mean, is something that's so good. It makes you like exclaim outside, like, fuck. That is just so, it's so perfect. It's on brand. Yep. It's mysterious. It's dark. It's a little sensual. Right. It, it, and it, but like, it's also, I feel like there's something about anytime that I'm seeing fog, even though I'm scared, I'm still like enamored with it. Like I, it, it's something that I don't want to look away from. Like I get no. the idea of being like, go into it. Like you got, you kind of want to see what's on the other side. The fog is rising. Do you think she meant like she could see a thick, thick fog and it was starting to clear up and she was starting to see on the other side, like all the spirits like oh. beckoning her in? Or do you think she, in, in the fog is rising, the fog is increasing its thickness. So she's getting like drowned in it. What if, oh my God, dude, that changes everything because like just on a real tip, what if, I mean, I don't think it's a stretch here to say Emily Dickinson might've been a little depressed. No, and, what? <laughs> just like a touch, you know, just, well, and maybe at that time it was more of a malaise, you know, <laughs> you think, you think Emo Lee Dickinson yeah. had, had a touch of the malaise. Just a, just a, a, a little bit, just a little tiny okay. fraction of okay. it. And like, but if you talk to people who are depressed, one of the things they'll tell you when they get the drugs, right. And I'll, I'll be the first one to say as someone who takes antidepressants, it fucking feels like that. There is a sense of like, the cloud is gone. This thing that was hanging over me is now releasing itself and I can feel it. I can, you, there's an actual tangible sense that the thing that was weighing me down is gone. Mm-hmm. So this is even crazier if she's saying that her life was the fog. Oh shit. Everything- so now she's sitting there and all her body has finally decided to kick it old school and she's yeah. getting all these endorphins released. So the fog is rising is not actually the fog. It's that depression is getting fucking drowned out by the final drug blast. Yeah. I, I, I both are there, right? I think yes. you can have it both ways. It's Emily Dickinson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's poetry. It can have more than one meaning according to all the teachers that told me that. And I was like, no, but they wrote down one thing. So <laughs> what, can we quit trying to say that there's symbolic nature and the fact that they chose red? They're like, no, it's important, Nick. And I was like, I don't think so. I don't think, I don't this think is gonna so, matter. man. <laughs> they didn't say it. they would if they wanted that to mean something. They would have wrote that down too. I don't believe in this. Never believed in symbolism. Not once. Still believe it's fake. Can't, and you can't prove it. Try to tell me. Tell me any author who because authors don't want to talk about symbolism in their books. It makes them sound like assholes. So Preach. doesn't exist. Not real. But then there's Joan Crawford, who also. Yes. I mean, let's not deny the banger she put out here. I feel like the difference is right now. I feel like we're talking about like a one hit wonder versus like we're talking about literally like the song Barbie girl for Joan Crawford Mm -hmm. versus like Led Zeppelin staircase stairway to heaven right you have this thing that it like the first time you hear it for Joan Crawford you're just like dude this bangs hard yes go off queen and then maybe over I don't know maybe over time I'd get I'd get sick of it but every once a year if you tell me this if you tell me this quote, I'm always I mean, going to It's going to get me. Yeah, it's going to love it. Yeah. I'm going to like, but it definitely maybe need to sparse it out. But whereas like an Emily, this Emily Diggs, I mean, it's got layers. We've got it's, composition. We've here's got. Here's the thing. Okay. So you say one of these things is going to be what you say on your deathbed. 
And then when you're rolling around in eternity, thinking about what you could have said differently. I think, I don't think Emily Dickinson is going to have a lot of edits, you know? I think she's sure. going to say, anytime someone asks, because that's what they always say, they're like, hey, my name is Paul Rib- Mitchum. What was your final words? You know, that's how you introduce yourself in heaven. People are going to judge Joan Crawford, I think. Oh, they'll be like, do you think God's the first one who gets there? He's like, so you didn't want any help? Yeah. You didn't want anything? Yeah. You didn't think Chaboy was could have came down? I could have. Actually, fun story. I was on my way. Did you know if I would have saved you, I could have saved you from that cardiac. I don't know how she died. Let's just say it's cardiac arrest. If you would have lived beyond that, you would have seen yourself get another Oscar nomination. You actually are about to be up for a big role. You have been the first female president, but you didn't see that coming, did you, bitch? Yeah. But now look at you. Look at your ass. Just up here being famous Joan Crawford. Still still a beauty. (laughs) Still just that bitch. Do you think the... Okay. So what we're saying is, do you think there's a situation where you will regret having your last words be in defiance of God? I mean, if there is one, that is you're just really, you're rolling those dice. I, I think are. Joan Crawford probably on that side of like, I don't think there is. I don't think, I don't think I'm going to see anything on the other side. Yeah, if I'm not you, worried about it. Definitely a bummer if you were wrong. Mm-hmm. Big bummer. Sure. I still think you got to roll the dice for that. You got to go out with it. How do you want to leave people? Like on what note? Right. Yes. If you leave people on, damn it, don't you dare ask God to help me. That's that's good energy. Like, I mean, it's not maybe good energy, but it's fun. It it is a, it's know. a strong energy for sure. It is, you know, and if you say I must go in the fog, you're going to leave people contemplative. You're going to leave people like really like, oh, my gosh, what what does it mean? We're still to this day. Asking what ourselves. if what if we switched it? What if Emily Dickinson said, damn it, don't dare you dare ask God to help me? How does this change the branding of these two people? So if that's how, if it went, if you flipped them, that's Emily Dickinson. Joan Crawford, if she goes, I must go in, the fog is rising. I feel like I would assume she's just saying a line from a movie she was in. Like, I'd be like was that like a famous <laughs> right? quote? You have to figure it out. Was Not that... me, man. I think if she would, if she said something like that, I would take it more than if if Emily Dickinson says that I'm like oh that's just on brand she's saying whatever but if Joe all of a sudden Joan Crawford's like I must go in the fog is rising I'm like there's a fog like all of a sudden there <laughs> is sure. a fog you know like yeah you're there there does become a question now you're like wait I heard bright light what does fog mean and is what is fog mean is fog better do you you start asking people who like come back from the dead and you're like hey did you fog was there fog there because Joan brought it up and now I'm Joan I brought it up know. and I'm fucking worried about the fog yeah. I think I think when it's all said and done, though, I think I got to go Emily Dickinson. I think so, too. I, I think, think I, that's... I must go when the fog is rising. I think it just has more of an oomph, you know? It's heavy. Like, it's and there heavy. is something to be said about, and well, we'll get to the next one because these are paper weights as far as heaviness goes. There's something to be mm-hmm. said about using those last words to say something big, you know, something exactly. Good. So here... Don't worry, folks. Won't be talking about that too long, though, in the next bracket. Here we have, so we have a French nun, Louise Marie Therese, saying, a woman who can fart is not dead. And then we after have- ri- After ripping a fat fart. After ripping just one good one on the way out. A big old juicy boy, you know a what i A big saying? old one. Yeah, if you forgot, go listen to Group C. <laughs> and then we have the Group D champion, James French, who on who was a convicted murderer on his- in the electric chair, go, says, hey, fellas, how about this for a headline for tomorrow's paper? French fries. And then good, presumably, very. if that person, whoever is on the stick, 
Because I imagine it's in my head, it's that it's the idea. A big lever you pull down, yeah. It's a big old giant switch that they have to flip. If that dude doesn't, if he doesn't have this the the comedic timing to not hit it right then and there, how pissed? I feel like James French, you'd be so mad. You're like, dude, I just gave you. Yeah, hit it. Let's go. I opened the door, dude. Like, let's don't burn. Don't screw up my good joke because you're like, oh, actually, first we have to do. There's a formal process to this. Like, no, dude, you're killing another human being. Yeah, dude, just let's go. Why are we being so precious about this? Ride the lightning. Let's fucking go. Nick, I have a very important question for you. Okay. Which death penalty do I prefer? Guillotine. But no, no, no. We'll get to to that. What would be the most on-brand fart joke you could make as a last word? And how upset would Kellyanne be? Mine would be, I'd be laying there, Catherine at my side. In this place, I'm in hospice in my home, right? I'm dying in my home. Nice, happy death. I'm just laying there watching TV. I'm going to slap. I'm just going to get one of those big booty slappers. That's like, like one of those boys let that out. And then I'm going to go Stuart and die. That would be me on break. Last <laughs> we had, we, do? we, I will say we had a very similar line of logic, but mine Stuart, would be Stuart's my cat, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 My, my line of logic was going to be, I rip a good one. And then she looks down, kind of like snit, and I just kind of pull her in close, and I whisper in her, "Tell him you did it. Tell him it was you." <laughs> Die. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's the word. Oh my god, too, because I would if you called me in and said that, I'd have to agree to it. I'm like, yeah, hey, I fucking ripped a fatty. And it's and the best. The thing is. Everyone knows I did it. I'm the only one laying in a bed that could have done it. You saw it was comedic. The the blanket waffled. <laughs> it waved in the breeze of my fart. There's no doubt. I farted. You even made a sound. You like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> me you did it. The second part of my question is Catherine would be very upset. I think yours at least has a kind like a sweetness. Like it's because unfortunately well we'll see how long you live but there's a good chance Stuart will pass before you i hate talking about this we're not going to hang on that subject for long mm-hmm. so it would be a nice little reminder of the life you've lived and by this point you have you've actually shepherded many cats you have a whole cat farm out in the in the village you know a big cat farm in the sky yeah exactly you know but to remember we that call what it your cat, first comma child. man comma do cat man do there it is. But this is, is your first child. You know, yes. like this is sweet. Stu- so boy. so it'd be that reminder of this life, this great life you've shared. And while she'd be like, fuck, really? You used you use your last words for a bit. I think she would be laughed. I think she would get some kindness from it. <laughs> there is a sweetness to yours. Mine is tell me you did it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta take the heat on this. I'm just one. not, I don't want to be embarrassed on my way out. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to have everyone the last, because here's the thing. I don't want the last thing people talk about is like that giant fart I had. I don't need that as the last thing <laughs> yeah, that's right? on everyone's mind. Like, they, uh, okay. But like, are, do you think you would angle for a fart joke as your last words? I, I think, or do, what? Okay. What if you fart? One of the last things you do is fucking fart. And you know, the next sentence you're going to say is your last words, right? Yeah. You can feel it. Yes. Do you yeah. just do you just no sell the fart and just say something? Try to say something profound because imagine saying, "I must go in." The fog is rising right after you cut the cheesiest boy you've ever done. I think exactly. I think the only thing I would point to is I'd be like, the last thing you might hear me say if I ripped a real good one would be, "Oh, God is real." 
and then I would die. Because <laughs> this would be the proof, the conclusive proof I needed that God looked at my life, understood the importance of comedy to it, and was like, I'm going to give you one last joke. He's like, it's hard to make jokes on your deathbed. I think it's probably tough. I think it's just, the, it's not a good room for jokes, you know? It's yeah. not a great time to me to be trying out my, my tight five, you know? It's not going to be a good place. But then God hands you this little beauty of a gift of just a massive fart. And you can, and then it breaks that tension. People laugh. And I'd be like, oh, damn, boy, you is real. Okay, see That's you up right. there. <laughs> Let me go out on my terms. The last words you hear me are like, I accept Jesus I, I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Bye. <laughs> just to, Bye. You know, just to cross that off, just to make sure, you know, get that insurance on the way up. But yeah, I think, because yeah, well, then you have to address it. That you have to. You can't, you can't let just, it go. You can't. Like, well, in my experience, in my experience with old people, whenever they get up from their chair or, or, or whenever they like just do something weird and they cut one of those old people farts that only they are capable yeah. of, everybody just pretends it didn't happen. Yeah, so maybe you get used to it. And I'm just waiting. I I look around every time and I'm like, is no one gonna fucking that was that was art. That was fart art. That was a whoopee cushion. You know how a whoopee cushion sounds? <laughs> he did it with his body, and we're just gonna not. We're going to say nothing about it because he's nothing? old and he'd be embarrassed. He should be proud. Do you think old people are just walking around going like, what do I have to do? <laughs> that's, to why they keep getting, that's why they keep ripping them. Cause they're just like, <laughs> they get, at least there's the modicum in modern society. You know, like I farted around you before Cody, but unless I knew it was going to be a good one, I, you know, I did the thing we all do. You just kind of let it squeak out a little bit and just kind of walk, <laughs> get to a different area and hope that no one calls you on it. Yeah. But like, if I'm old, and, like, yeah, of course I'm crop dusting these kids. Also, if you know, it's like MP3 worthy of a fart. Yeah. One of those ones that, that you should enshrine it and put it on a soundboard somewhere. Yeah. And you do that and nobody acknowledges it. Not even... No one even says anything. Not a chuckle, not a giggle from anyone because they want to like respect you and be like, no, it's not funny. He's, you know, his body's failing. No, it's hilarious every time and stop it. Little kids laugh at, babies laugh at farts when they start doing them because they immediately are like, that's weird. That's, that's weird. weird. My body that? did that. That was weird, right? Dog, any animal, when they fart, what do they do? They look like right at you. He's like, that was weird, huh? And you're like, yeah, it's funny though, you know? Like, don't let's stop shaming farts. Shit's funny. It's awesome. It's if great. someone cuts one of those all time epic blasts, give them credit. Right. S slow clap these old people. I was in I was in a Spencer's gift yesterday and someone it was a it was a fucking ripper. I couldn't I didn't hear it, but I could smell it. Yeah. And I wanted to like straight up. I wanted to honor this person. I wanted to be who did I want. I was I was like tempted to start yelling. Who did this? Because I was going to buy you whatever novelty t-shirt you wanted. You've earned it. But not the one that said, this is, there was a shirt at Spencer's that said, this is the only shirt I have that doesn't have come on it. And I just, <laughs> I get, I get that that is a very Spencer's brand shirt. I understand like Nick, don't go into Spencer's and be upset about the shirts. It, but that one is like, that's insane to wear out in public. There's one, there's the classic, like <laughs> the one that points to the arrow that says the man. And then it, the other arrow points down and says the legend. Classic. Yeah. I get it. That's funny. Fine. But to yeah, know, it's like you jizz on all your laundry, like all the time why, to the point your your washing machine is pregnant. Right. Why? And why That's, would I assume this is, sense. why would I assume this is the one shirt that doesn't when everything else does? And now you're telling me that you have some kind of modicum of respect 
for this piece of this garment? No, sir. I do At not that believe point you. Too, okay. At that point, if you have that shirt and it, in a world where that is the one shirt you don't have come on. Yeah. Does that become your come shirt or all your other shirts come shirts? Do you, they all is it like, well, I know, but just to save time, do you say, no, this is my come shirt ironically because it doesn't have come on it. Cause you, I wouldn't say that this is my non come shirt. Right. Here's what I would say. Here's and I, and I think I'll just end on this. Don't come on your clothes folks. That's not what <laughs> you you're have, there for. You don't have to get, a, get, a, get some Kleenex or something. That's all I'll say. Just don't, just don't do it. Okay. Back to these dead people. Yeah. So once again, we have Therese say, you know, going out and her whole point is she's like, oh, I can't be dead yet. So that's got to be that weird part about dying where you're kind of just waiting. Like you said, I, most people know that they're like, when you're on your deathbed, you have that sense of like, I'm getting really tired. I can't really move anymore. Like it comes on, on to you like that. And you're just going to fall. Most people just be lulled into sleep and then it'll go down. So like she's clearly probably just has like her eyes shut and is just like Fuck, any minute now get to go see God. The whole my whole point of all the works I did, I get to go I up and I'm gonna nap. get all this. I'm gonna get all those dope prizes in heaven for all the cool stuff I did, and then just well can't be dead yet. Damn it! I'm fucking still farting over here. Come on, I'm trying to go. I like the French fries line. I do like that. I like that you're able to look at your own mortality with a sense of like humor and all that. That's great. Yeah. But at the end of the day, cutting a big old fart joke at right before you go is top quality. As far and as, not, as oh, and only it's a nut. We need to look at this from that perspective. Oh yeah, cool. A criminal has a sense of humor. Sure, I get that. I've seen movies. Criminals always yeah have a sense of humor, you know. But yeah. a nun, a nun. What the, this is? This is what Whoopi Goldberg's character. Yeah. This is the final sister act. She actually wrote. She actually wrote the whole movie sister act after hearing this one quote. She was like, wait, right. nuns can be funny? And it it blew her mind. She was like, wait, mm-hmm. I could play a funny nun? And then she wrote Sister Act based yeah. off of that, off that one thing. Yeah. I, I agree. I do think at the end of the day, it's hard. I found it hard in this bracket to really want to glorify the last word. Because once again, I, I don't, all cards on the table, not a fan of the death penalty. But at the end of the day, you only get it for doing pretty bad stuff, you know? Like, yeah. And this dude specifically- don't if, if if you if you just skip to the final fours, please re- listen to them all. But if if you missed it, the reason why this guy is on death row is because he already killed one dude. But they were like, and he begged to go get the death penalty. He's like, all right, cool, I I killed the dude. You should let me go. And they were like, no. The judge was like, I'm not going to let you get death row. So then he got a room when he got a roommate in prison. He's like, if you don't get this dude out of here, I'm going to kill him. He's annoying the shit out of me. And they're like, we're not going to just give you a new roommate because you said you're going to kill that dude. He then killed that dude. (laughs) And then was like, so death penalty now? And they're like, yeah, I guess. What is wrong with you, James French? What if he didn't like that guy because he was ripping all these fucking nasty fart jokes and the (laughs) roommate just didn't get it? That is, I will say, not the time. Uh, If I'm in... I don't think prison's going to be because then I feel like I'm in because he had a life sentence. Do you want to spend a life around farts all the time? It's it will get thin. I'm I'm saying I can laugh at a fart joke. I am. I am supported. I support that. But there's a reason why there's certain genres of movies when that's the only joke is fart. You're like, oh, so that's really all we're bringing to the table for humor. Huh? Here, boys. <laughs> like All he's got. French, all he's got is the fart jokes. So that, that's alone. A good enough reason to give some of the death penalty. I'm looking in trees. I yeah. think. I'm with Fuck, you here. It's so good that she was a nun. 
I, I'm with I. It is it is great. So once again, now we have our matchup between Emily Dickinson. I must go in. The fog is rising against Louise Marie Therese, a woman who can fart is not dead. You got the you got what maybe is the best bit versus the best branding. Oh yeah, right. Like it's hard to sit here and be like, I feel like the nun went off brand. So sure. far off Agreed. brand. Agreed. So I think that's what it is. You either have to be so on brand that you can market it, that your estate can take from it and be like, we're going to make this work, you know? Yeah, because you, you, you be know so... back in 1732, there was a big uh, market of making novelty t-shirts off of the famous <laughs> last words of people. There should be. Well, that's <laughs> if we build a time machine, that's the first thing I'm going to do. I'm going to go back to 1776 and just fucking start making freedom-inspired novelty t-shirts. <laughs> You're going to run the first shop on the shore, the first shirt shop on the shore. Yeah, exactly. Hey, yo, I got that new give me liberty or give me death shirt. Come on in. Let's get it. <laughs> Sir, what is this magical device? I also have the parody shirt, give me liberty or give me head. Figure out which one you want. It's like, what? Or buy both. Get one half off. That's, That's Cody's right. Deals. Welcome to Cody's shirt place i don't have to name it anything creative i'm the first one <laughs> the first one here doing it <laughs> uh sir, uh sir 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 what is a t-shirt <laughs> good thing you, i'm glad you asked you see how you're I... wearing a sack right now imagine if that was a comfortable sack and now it says funny fucking oh, shit man, on cody, it cody what but how i mean you'd probably realistically make them out of cotton shirts mm-hmm. and back then we weren't getting cotton shirts imported from china there was only one. So, Cody, I, don't, I hate to bring this up. <laughs> Would you have been like one of the largest slave owners in that I, time uh, to make your I, T-shirts? No, 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 no. I, I get my cotton from reputable dealers. Yeah, I'm sure do, there was a lot of those. In hey, 17- I don't own any plantations. What the plantations? <laughs> oh, do? Yeah, that that old nugget right there. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't. I was told by Mr. Beauregard that this cotton was not picked by slaves. So <laughs> I got to believe him. That's right. So I'm fine. Now, hey, I would just change the topic. Now, how? Okay, I see what you're saying, but what about this shirt? <laughs> Life, liberty, and the pursuit of D's nuts. What do you think about that? Honestly, right now, if you want to end this conversation, I'll give you all three shirts for $30. For, for $30. Right <laughs> now. Get, please leave. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I it's fuck man. I would love a 1776 t-shirt shop. I yeah. I'm I'm sorry you didn't. I, <laughs> I, I hope I, I would. Ju- I would just name it Spencer's. <laughs> just fucking do it. Just call it out. <laughs> what if that is the lineage of Spencer's? Spencer's gifts. It's just the first. It really t-shirt. has. It was there was like one in like Boston, Massachusetts, and it just like slow. It was like one of the first chain that ever yeah. existed so you know you go to philly and be like oh you all have the spencers too yeah oh spencer's novelty items yes we love this place and then just through time it just got dirtier and grimier do you think spencer's is a great old one like slowly creeping throughout the country it's the thing i'll Seating. say <laughs> the thing i'll say is i've gone to my wife has to go to malls for her work to mm-hmm. um do some comp shopping so i'll go sometimes and i'll tell you right now there are a lot of stores from your past that aren't there anymore. Mm-hmm, gone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and it makes sense, right? I get why Abercrombie and Fitch may leave. It was expensive clothing. Not everyone in that area can afford it. I am amazed at how open Spencer's gifts are. Mm-hmm. Like they're full. They all aren't the time. there. And they are full of so much stuff. Like they they really do have. I could have gotten incense. 
I could have gotten healing crystals. I could have gotten gauges. There's a we forget that Spencer's gift is a sex store that's just yeah. in the mall. Like we you would never be allowed to put in like a dildo emporium in your local mall. But for some reason, Spencer's, because it's at the back of the store, it's not covered by beads or anything. It's not like, <laughs> hey, um, my good man, would you mind grabbing me that the uh, 10 inch hog master? Thank you so much, good sir. I yeah, I understand why you have to put it behind the glass. You don't want the kids getting a hold of it. This is all open. It is yeah. loose. It's you got, you got 10 year olds walking around with the hog master. Right. Dude, when the front of the Spencer's gifts had a stitch display. Like Lilo and Stitch. They were like, look at all this cool Stitch stuff we have. If you were a 10-year-old kid, why wouldn't you think for just a minute, oh, this is a fine <laughs> store for me to be in, and then run in there. And your as parents soon like, as you run in there, there's weed fucking flags and shirts everywhere. You get to the back, you see a whole wall of Hogmasters. Yeah. You don't know what that is. Now you that have to is ask the, your parents. I think that's the day like you, you, be, you switch from a boy to a man. <laughs> is the day you walked into Spencer's and weren't sure why, but something caught your eye. You're like, oh, yeah. oh, I love Deadpool. Let me go see what they have in here. <laughs> oh, everything's different now. I have I've so learned many questions. Now, the trick is, though, folks, if this happens to your kid, don't let them learn from the people who work at Spencer's Gifts. These are all high school dropouts who do who listen to a lot of Joe Rogan and will tell you they're the smartest people they know. And I'm not saying there's anything necessarily wrong with dropping out of high school. It happens. It, whatever. What I am saying is, though, I think is, the shade was on Joe Rogan in that set. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, don't assume you're the smartest person you know, if that's the case. Like, mm -hmm. I just don't want to learn from your well. Yeah, right. I'm not trying to dip in and sip from your well of knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Fair, fair, fair. So we're locking in Therese, right? So it's Therese versus Dickinson. Oh, yeah. We, oh, uh, we've been <sighs> there. We've been yeah. there. Yeah. I think. I guess what I, I think what I'm running up against here is like we've talked about a lot being on brand and I'm not saying that I would say what Emily Dickinson said, but I, I respect sticking to your truth when it, when it all came down, right? Like the, the op, like we've talked about right at the beginning of this, if you said anything that wasn't, and I'm not saying it needs to be like a fucking knee slapper joke outside of anything that's like not sincere to you. It would just yeah. leave me with like a bad taste in my mouth on your death, you know? Yeah. I'm like, that's what you wanted to use that for? Did you think you were going to get more out? Is that why? Yeah. You, If someone, if I cut a fart joke on my deathbed, you got to think that I thought that was just, I saw it a day or two, you know? Yeah. Oh, and that's fine. If you, I'm saying if you rip a fart joke on your deathbed, that's still you being on brand. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it, it would be the reverse would be you saying something like an Emily Dickinson trying to get out that one last thing. And I'd be like, that's not you though. What are we doing here? Why be true to yourself? That's what I, I think I like the fact that Emily Dickinson was true to herself. I think it's hilarious what, what Luis Marie Therese said. And maybe she was the funny nun. I don't know. I'll tell yeah. you right now, when you look her up, that doesn't, that nickname doesn't stick. Yeah. The funny nun. They, they weren't. Have yeah. That, yeah. She wouldn't, if, if she would made it to American Ninja Warrior today, she wouldn't be the funny nun ninja, you know? No. Yeah. Like, no. So I'm just saying. Oh, do you think she'd be called the rocket powered nun because of the farts? I think. Oh, well, if that's I was just going to say if it was a ninja, war, they would just call her the ninja. Oh, warrior. that's good. Yeah. Just saying. Just saying. I don't I'm sure there has to have been already. There has to be one nun who's done. There has to be one person who's ran and done ninja warrior as a nun. Right. I can't be the first to think this. 
Uh, hey, folks, just so you know, right now, if you are a nun listening to this, <laughs> it is wide open for you to go beyond American Ninja Warrior and become the Ninja. Just want to let you know that you can you can have that for free. That's that is for please take it. I mean, if you do make it, it would be cool if you like shout it out us when it's all said and done. If you make it, we will give you a T-shirt. Oh, easily, easily. We have all those great T-shirts ready to go. Exactly. Give me Liberty or give or give me these nuts. <laughs> yeah, that right. We'll get you that one. We get the we got the Emily Dickinson shirt. You can have that. Exactly. So we got you covered. But I, I think I do want to lock in Emily Dickinson. I think being that on brand, saying something that's true to you is good. But I just don't know if I can do a fart joke on my dad. If you fart, you have to, though. That's true. Like, that's the only choice that you have. So is, or, those... you, or you stay silent. Then you then you let that be the last thing you do. You either acknowledge it's... it or die. That's it. Okay. Two okay. choices. And I know you, so, you're going to talk about it. <laughs> I'm going to talk about it, yeah. Do you think, so if you, the fart, forced her hand yes so like you don't get to choose like you either get to choose your last words or you live long enough to make the fart your last words yes i think i think what we don't know and would be nice to know is what were the the second to last words that (laughs) marie therese said like because they were probably nicer it was probably more like i've lived a fine life and serving god has been the greatest joy and being around all of you you know I'm, i'm so happy about the pious life i've led Goodbye. Lays down. They know I'm not dead yet. I guess <laughs> women can't be dead if they fart. <laughs> oh, God. They know I'm not dead yet. Yeah. They know I'm not dead yet. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I think we got to lock in Emily Dickinson. We got to do it. Also, it makes more sense when we release her Emily Dickinson shirt. Yeah. The SEO will be better if she went. If she, yeah. And that's, and many of our decisions are based on the SEO. Of of our choices, I don't know if you all have recognized that, but we usually pick. I mean, why do you think dragons always win? It's not because they're cool. It's that dragon is still one of the most popular search terms in the world. So we got to catch those kids young because that's what eight. That's what that's what nine year old boys Google. Yeah, right. Cool dragons. Hey, speaking of cool dragons, get down to Spencer's Gifts. They've got some pretty <laughs> cool dragon stuff there. They've got some pretty cool in dragon the back stuff. In the back, there is some pretty cool dragon stuff. If you've ever wondered about that mm-hmm. and what that would be like. The back. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. If you want to about your boys, a few things that you can do, as always, share with a friend, tell a friend, wherever you're listening to this, make sure you are hitting that like, that subscribe, that follow, mm-hmm. giving us those five stars, please. Yep, follow us on all of our social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just look up at Friendly Comp Pod. If you have an idea for a 16-team tournament, send that shit to us. We'll do it. We will. We'd love to. As always, shout out to Charizard for that intro outro music. If you want to hear more of their stuff, head over to Bandcamp. Type in Charizard, replace the vowels with sixes. That's going to be it for us, folks. we got a new season coming out on Monday. But until then, I've been Nick Carey. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat.